Brett Carlisle is here. He's back. He's actually here two years ago with his band All or Nothing, and we did a fun interview with them. So check that out. And he's been busy since then. In the last two years, he's put out new music with All or Nothing. They did a song with George Lynch, and he's officially become the new singer of Great White. So it's been really cool to follow him and see his growth. And he's here to tell us all about it coming right up. Awesome. Well, let's let's go ahead and just jump right in. And uh, yeah, if people haven't heard our, our first episode when, when I interviewed you guys in All or Nothing, I interviewed the whole band. And I just re-listened to that. It's like so funny. We talk about uh, <laughs> the history of the band, the story of the gray paint. Vince yeah. Neil seeing you guys partying with Bad Flower and Johnny Galecki and that, lots of cool stories. So check that out. So last we talked, you guys were going to make new music and it looks like an EP came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Cause uh, those are some of those were old songs like mauled by Jackalopes. You just re-recorded them. Mm-hmm. That one in one big party. Yeah. And then the other ones are, they're totally new though. Right. Yeah. 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 They are. Yeah. Um, and- some of them were written like wider than snow. It wasn't on the EP, but it was written like a couple years before we actually got to record it and everything. So to us, it had already sounded dated. And mm-hmm. so we were like, you know, we'll put it out anyway. So yeah, no, it sounds good. Did you guys work with a professional producer on this or did you self-produce it? Um, we worked with Kevin Langley. He's in Athens, Alabama. Um, super cool dude. Um, he does a lot of like pop hip hop stuff now. Um, he started doing like metal bands and like core stuff and everything. Um, so we wanted to, um, we thought it was really cool with his history with doing metal to his more pop stuff now. So he's got, we thought he had a good ear and I think, I think it turned out pretty cool. No, very cool. So how does that work? Do you have to pay him like a flat rate or does he just take a percentage? No, just um, pay for the days. Okay. Usually we get a couple days at a time and go up there and um, stay for a weekend and just knock out a song or two, whatever we had time to get done. Okay. So is there there more that's in the can or, or is this everything that's been recorded has been released? Um, everything that's been recorded is out. I mean, we've, we're always goofing around and we can, we can come up with ideas in like two seconds. So, I mean, we've got a bunch of unfinished ideas, but you know, that's cool. I like the, the Benjamin Franklin song too. That one's really cool. I think I, I thought I'd shared that one, but I couldn't find if I did or not, but remind me again, there's like some movie dialogue in that. Which movie is that from again? Tombstone. That was Skyler's idea. Okay. Do you uh, how did now how do you get the rights for that? Is there is there some sort of legal thing with that? It wasn't it wasn't 15 seconds. So we we looked it up and we weren't sure how that worked or if we would have to like, you know, um but it if it's if it's 15 seconds or under, it doesn't really count. So hmm. we just just those couple of lines and it was exactly it was like 14 point something. So it was like right under 15 seconds. So we were like, yes, that's awesome. And yeah, cause you're like advertising for the movie. You're helping them out. <laughs> yeah. It was a cool movie, but yeah, that one's probably my favorite. Um, 
my favorite one of our new songs because it's got it's got a lot in there. Um, the verses are really with the drums and everything. They feel really kickstart my heart. And then there's that like mm-hmm. breakdown in there that feels kind of rage. And it's just it's a mix of things that we we all have a lot of influences. So putting in a mix of things that shouldn't go together, but just make something cool out of it. So no, that's why I, I what drew me to you guys. In the, I think in the first place, yeah, was just the because the mauled by jackalopes. Like I think I'd said that in the first interview, like how it almost had a little bit of a punk feel to it. Um, mm-hmm. But it had that aggressive, it kind of like you guys kind of remind me of Skid Row in that regard because it's kind of like you have some punk and metal influences, and that's a good combo to me. I love that's that. Cool, thank you. We 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 love Skid Row, and one of our favorite albums is probably Slave to the Grind. We really like how they took what was going on at the time and made it heavier and just just went all out with it and had that like that attitude, that aggression with it, and that. That one, that one's a really big one for us. Yeah, so. me, yeah, me too. I, that's one of my favorites. Um, the song "Becoming One," like rain. You said that's one of your favorite songs that you recorded too. And that talk about what that's about because it's about how you're kind of more introverted and like you're in the front of the band, so you kind of mm-hmm. carry the band in a way. Like if the band is successful, like if that's all on your shoulders. But then if you guys fail, then it's like you're to blame. Kind of like the quarterback of a f- football team or something. Right, and um, that. That's kind of that's kind of how it feels um, sometimes, and you know where we all we all want the same things, and we're all best friends and everything, and so um, it's I wasn't I wasn't in the best time whenever I was writing it. I had a lot of stuff going on, and um, I just didn't really feel that great, and I was like everything got really heavy for a little while and it was, I was feeling the pressure (laughs) a lot. And, um, that was, that was my outlet for it. So, well, that's good that you have that. Now you say, when you say the pressure, like from the band or yourself or both, or uh, like some other people outside influences or what? Um, probably, probably all of the above. I mean, me and the guys are super cool and we always have been and everything, but, um, the pressure to be the best I can be for us and, you know, feeling like leading us in the best direction and, you know, being responsible for a lot of things at once. It wasn't like, you know, nobody thinks whenever you want to get into music, you're like, little eight-year-old me is like, oh yeah, I want to play guitar listening to Van Halen. Like I want to make cool sounds. And now like, you know, there's like, I'm, I was calling and booking shows and working everything out. So we had transportation from point A to point B and responsible for all the money and like all the stuff that comes with it that you don't really think about in the beginning, this growing pains. Right. Cause you guys were managing yourselves. Are you still managing yourselves? No, we have a manager now. We have a manager and a lawyer. So that's awesome. Very cool. It's so cool to see you guys grow, man. Cause like, I think it was like, what, two years ago or something I had you on. And then all this stuff has happened. That's it's so cool to have you back and see all the stuff that you have done. How, I mean, are you, you, has this been your full-time focus is music? Like, have you been putting all your effort into this? (laughs) Pretty much. Um, and it's it's gotten to the point now where like 
cool stuff is just happening all the time and everybody's fired up everybody's excited and it's it's working <laughs> so cool dude i love to i wanted to say uh, talk about your cover of motley crew live wire oh my god that is so good and i love thank that you. song Thanks, and i think you. i messaged you again I, I was trying to figure out if i did or not but if i hadn't i'd wanted to tell you i love that do you think motley crew might give you a call i mean you could sing the song better than vince at this point <laughs> i mean i don't know but that'd be cool <laughs> yeah i mean that was that was one that we wanted to do like the old old recordings, especially because that was so early for them and everything, mm -hmm. we're listening to it and we're like, man, this song rips. But then listening to the quality of the recording and the guitars a little out of tune and sure. like all these little things were like, if this was done again with like modern production and everything, and we really got what they like, what we feel from it across this song. We could make a cool cover of it. So that's what we Oh, did. yeah. You nailed it. It's badass. Thank and you. And then you guys have a single. T talk about this uh, with George Lynch and um, Terry. Uh, how do I say Illis? Illis? Terry Luce. Illus. Yes. He's yeah. formerly of Great White. Dead, Dead or Alive is the single. How did that come about? You did some shows with them or? Uh, yeah, we did a couple of shows with um, Terry and Jacob and Ian um, played um with him and paul is xyz for m3 and um we all just got along really well and you know george lynch is like jacob's jacob's dude mm. um and so it it just we were like hey you want to do a song sure let's see if we can get george on it let's make it cool and so yeah Wait, so you just called him up or like you guys have a connection with him? You met him before? Uh we haven't we didn't meet him before. I think Terry yeah, Terry did for that. Oh. Um so yeah. So we recorded um the music and everything for Terry. He wanted George on the song and um you know, I'm singing some backups and everything and everybody else is playing on it. So it's it was all pretty collaborative to make the whole thing. So it was cool. Yeah. And then you have a show. Do you have a show with them scheduled? Right. Is that, I thought I saw that. Or did that already happen? Yes, we got two. Oh, um, okay. So we, we've already done it in Pennsylvania and it went really, really well. Um, we got December 9th in Birmingham, Alabama at work play um, with the same lineup. And then the next night, December 10th, we're going to be at club LA in Destin, um, Florida. So yeah. We That's got a lot cool. Of excited. A lot of tickets selling. Um, the the video's got like I don't even know how many views it has now. It's like well over a hundred thousand. So wow. That's yeah. awesome. And then you guys did um so it's, it's going back to Skid Row, you saw you played with Skid Row and got to see them at the, was that the M3 festival? Um, I didn't play with them, but yes, they were playing at M3 and I was standing side stage. How do you okay. get oh, so it was just because you had a connection or something then? Yeah, because because Jacob and Ian from AON were playing with Terry as XYZ. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We were all running around backstage hanging out with everybody and stuff. It was cool. And then you guys also you you were the backup band for a little bit with Mitch Malloy, who was also has the great like this is like three uh tie-ins <laughs> to Great White. Is this just a coincidence or I don't understand what um 
our our manager is friends with the band so um he was he was already friends with terry and stuff and um we we met him through that project and then when um when aon played at turning stone casino in new york great white was playing that same night um in the big room and then um scott and audie came down to check out the end of our show and um so that's that's kind of how that ended up happening when they needed somebody to fill in for um andrew because of that last in line gig um they threw me out there because they had they had already seen me sing before and um so yeah they sent over a couple of tracks and i sang on them and they called is that me. what the yeah because i saw you had posted a few instagram great white songs you're like oh i'm just doing uh great white covers that was before you made it public so you okay so that was just like sneaky like hey i'm just and then they would said it was okay for you to post those or whatever um i mean I didn't ask, but I didn't know that I was going to, I didn't know I was going to be doing the show in Vegas either. So, so uh, was that kind of your tryout? you think? Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Um, but it was crazy because like I found out, got the call and then Eric, (laughs) Eric lives in, um, Fort Myers, Florida. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, so he got the phone call. And they said that they wanted me to record. They sent him some tracks for me to record on. <clears throat> and he was like, hey, man, can you can you get on a plane at like 530? There's one out of Birmingham coming to uh, Sarasota. And that's like an hour before I have to leave. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, OK, so I hopped on the plane. I didn't get to. Um, and this was the plane to go sing with Great White and do a show. It was to record the vocals. Or just to record. Okay. And so I got on the plane. There was a layover. I ended up getting down there at like, I ended up going to sleep around four in the morning and then had to be up at nine at the studio to record those. So singing first thing in the morning sucks because, you know, you wake up and you're all like, oh, Mm. like voice is cracky and it takes a little while to warm up. Um, but yeah, so I was singing those at like nine o'clock in the morning on like very little sleep. <laughs> it was like one of those worst case scenario setups. And I'm like, well, hopefully they like it because I had everything stacked against me, but they did. So. And were you the only person that they had flown out to try out? Was there anyone else you were going up against? I didn't, I didn't know. At the time, um, I think Mark said in an interview, they tried out like three other people mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but they they liked my sound. So, yeah. And so then they just said, uh, did they offer you the full gig at that point? Or they just said, hey, can you fill in and do some shows and we'll see how it goes? Yeah, they asked if I could do the Vegas show because Andrew had his last in line um, obligation. And so I was like, yeah, sure. So. Um, I went out a day early there. We rehearsed before the show. Um, all the guys were super cool. We got along really well and hit it off and did the show. The response was really good. Um, write-ups all over the place, like all over the world. 
I was having to like Google translate these articles to see what they're saying about me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was really cool. And then I told them that whenever they, whenever they want me, whenever they need me, if his schedule is, if they're having to work around it, then, you know, I'll be there for you. So um, they asked me about the New York show kind of last minute. I was like, yeah, I can do that. So that was the second one I did with them. And um, so. Is this like the dream? I mean, is it, I mean, maybe <laughs> Great White is not your top, you know, n- number one band that you would ever join, but this is like a big band. I mean, this had to be kind of surreal to go from all or nothing playing the clubs to, you know, it's a big step up. Yeah. Um, it's really, really cool. Cause like I've, I've grown up listening to them and AON's played a bunch of their songs before, like um, Save Your Love, Rock Me, Lady Red Light. Like we, we play all those songs. So when, um when I got the call, I'm like, I can, I could pull out a half a set, like right now, I guess, <laughs> like just off of what I know and what I've done before. Um, So I had, I had a couple weeks to cram a whole bunch of lyrics and we made it happen. So was there any song that was cha- more challenging to sing than the others, either just from maybe trying to remember the lyrics or like the vocal range or anything? Or Probably the most challenging one is rock me just because of how many parts there are. <laughs> like, sure, that's a long song. It's a long song. And like all the little details, Mr. Bone was pretty tricky too, because I love that song. Me too. Every chorus, if you pay attention to it, every chorus changes. It uses the same wow. words, but in different orders. Interesting. I didn't notice that. I'll have to yeah, pay attention yeah. to that. Yeah, so do you, I think, because um, now you're the new singer, officially the new singer of Great White. Do you think that uh, you can do what like Eric Grunwald did for Skid Row? Because that band is completely revitalized. I feel like they sound amazing. Their latest album is killer. It's one of their best. Do you think that you can do the same thing for great white? Cause I think you can. Well, thanks man. Well, hopefully I'm here for it if they want me to. (laughs) Okay. Are you guys, have you talked about making new music? Uh, Mark has, he said that, um, he said on, uh, somewhere that he's been, he's been writing like a madman. So, uh, that's, that's really cool. And if they want me to be the guy to record on it, then I'm, I'm here for it. Let's go. Awesome. I love it. So has it been a good reaction? You said the reviews have been good. The fans have been reacting good, your friends and family. And what about your band? What is all or nothing? Are they supportive or they're, they're totally cool. They're excited for me. They're supportive of everything going on. Um, you know, we, we hung out a few days ago and it was all smiles and laughs from the time we got together till we finally said goodnight. And so everybody's, it's a, it's a team effort. Everybody's, everybody's happy about everything going on. And, you know, Jacob and Ian have played with XYZ. Skylar's played with a couple of other bands, um, done studio work for people and everything. So, you know, AON's just home. <laughs> and Great White is okay with you staying in all or nothing. Cause isn't that, that was the problem with Andrews. They said that he was just too busy with his last in line thing and he couldn't do that. And great white. So how does that work with you and all or nothing? Does great white take up uh, precedence or. Um, I mean, yeah, right now they, they book, they book far enough in advance that, you know, uh, it'll probably be fine. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, that's cool. And then, I mean, I was looking at the website. There's not a ton of dates right now, but there's a, a Vegas one. There's a Minnesota with Slaughter and Vixen. That sounds fun. And then this is the one I want to go to, the Monsters of Rock cruise. I've never been Dude. on a cruise. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, I haven't. And I've always said that whenever I go on my first cruise, I want to be I want to be paid because I want to be on the band playing on the cruise. And here we are. Yes, I love it, dude. This is so cool. Like all these dreams are coming true for you. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, what's going on half the time? <laughs> like, this my, is going to be so cool. My it's calendar this... back here is empty because it's from September because I haven't been home long enough to like fill anything out. It's been wild. That's amazing. I love to hear that. Yeah. The, the cruise thing is I, I, I'm going to try to make that if I can, cause it's Tesla extreme Tyler Bryant who had on the show is really talented. Ted Poley. I love kicks John Karabi. I mean, it's just going to be a killer lineup. That sounds like yeah. so much fun and you if get paid. Come, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be so cool if you could come and yeah, you've, you've been interviewing a lot of people. I've been seeing the, some of the people that you post about and everything. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, isn't that, it's just fun to like grow something, you know, like when you, you set these goals and then you just, you just go after it. And that's what you guys talked about. And then at first interview, and I was like, I believed it. Cause I, I mean, I talked to a lot of bands and they don't all say those things, you know, they say, yeah, I like music, da, da, da. but you guys were like, what did you say? Like, I remember there was something I, I listened, when I listened back, it was like, you want to play on the moon or something. I was like, yeah. I love it. <laughs> you want to be the yeah. first band to play on the moon. I was like, this is awesome. On our, uh, on our Facebook <laughs> Our Facebook bio for the longest time, it still might be. I'm really not sure. Um, it said, high energy rock and roll band from Birmingham, Alabama, with plans to play on the moon. Suck that at Metallica. Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we want to do the thing. And it's it's cool. And it's cool seeing you grow, too. And I'm sure you know it's not like things don't always happen the way the way you think they will or the way that you plan them to in yeah. your head, it just kind of unfolds. And then like, before you know it, you're like, okay, these are the conversations that I'm having right now. This is where we're at. Like, it's cool. Yeah, no, for sure. It's really cool. I mean, I feel like for you, like you've made it now. I mean, you're the singer of great white. It's only going to go up from here. And uh, I mean, that it's so cool because it helps you, but also it helps all or nothing. And then like, like you said, they're doing X, Y, Z and stuff and they're doing things. So the whole, everybody's just going to come back and make the band stronger and bigger. It's you're going to get more followers. Did you get a lot of followers? Like when it said, you know, you are the singer of great white. Did you go on your Instagram the next day and you had like a bunch of new followers? Um, yeah. Instagram, Instagram went a pretty good bit, but Facebook was the one that really went crazy. Mm. Did so, you get friend requests or how does that, or you have like a Facebook, like a fan page on there? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm under the content creator umbrella on Facebook. You know, they're mm -hmm. doing a bunch of updates and everything. Mm -hmm. So um, I've gotten the, the follow. People can still send me friend requests, but you can also just like follow my page, which oh, is okay. super helpful because like I, I've hit my limit on there so many times and then I have to go and feel bad when I have to like clear people out of there. So I'm trying to go to like inactive accounts and people um, that don't have profile pictures and stuff. But then I still have like 1300 people waiting to accept friend requests. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's just where you get, but like you said, they can still follow you. So it's just, right. there's not a, but it's not like you can follow all those people. You can't follow 5,000 people. That'd be impossible right. anyway. So yeah. yeah. 
Cool. What was, tell me about this one too, that you, uh, you filled in for uh, a band. Uh, what is it called? Skanker banger. This stuff's <laughs> kind of fun. Was this like, kind of like a steel Panther thing? Um, so yeah, they're, they're a funny, uh, funny, like eighties tribute. Um, Andy Wood and Ben Eller and those guys, uh, super cool. They asked me to come up to Knoxville cause their, uh, their singer got, uh, arrested for robbing a donut truck. And so I was <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I can do that. So went up and we had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, like, did he just want the donuts or do, do donut trucks have like cash? That's, I, I don't know the dude. Okay. Interesting. Never met him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a fun one. Yeah. The other thing that I saw on your Instagram that was really cool too, is you did, um, you know, we talked about how your all or nothing is so eclectic and you did like this growling metal version of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I didn't know you could do that. Is that hard to sing that style? Um, I actually started doing that before I started singing. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't work on it too, too much because um, I, I wanted to focus on singing and everything. But now that I've kind of gone back to it a little bit i'm always trying to expand like in every way possible and i like a lot of heavier stuff so if you it's all about technique if you have the right technique it's really really easy um and that's what i think is cool about great white is because i like a lot of r&b and stuff too and i don't really get a chance to show any of that but in songs like rock me and save your love and where they have like quieter, softer, more delicate parts. Um, I can, I can really kind of, kind of show like, Hey, I could do this too. So it's that's fun. so cool. I mean, that's interesting when you say like, Oh, I'm really trying to do, uh, grow and all this. I feel like you have all the right answers. Like, how did you learn all this stuff? Do you read like self-help books or something? Cause like I learned this stuff, but like I'm in my forties, you're 25 and you already know all this stuff. Like, how did you learn it? Um, I do read a lot of books, but are we talking about like, uh, like vocal techniques and everything? Or? No, just like, like how to set goals and like, you know, how to fall. Like, I mean, not to be too cheesy, but like, yeah, like following your dreams and like, I mean, you're making your dreams happen. And I feel like it's, it's your mental state. Like you're, you're, you're working so hard, your work ethic, all these things. Like how did, is that just innate, uh, like just natural in you? Or is this something that you picked up from? Like, is this how your parents raised you or, um, Mom, mom and dad helped a lot. Uh, dad, when he wants something, he gets he gets really determined. And mom taught me that, you know, a couple of the most powerful words ever are please and thank you. And if you're grateful for things and treat people right, then, you know, it comes back around. So um, they've they're awesome. But I do I do read a lot of books, too. And I'm just genuinely excited and want to see how far, uh, how far I can go and that me and the guys can go. And I really believe you can do anything in the world you want to, as long as you're smart about it and go about it the right way and treat people good. So that's a well said, very cool. What, what books do you read out of curiosity? Like, I mean, do you, is it kind of like self-help kind of stuff or is it just random things or, um, I have, I have a lot. Um, I'm looking at some of them. 
I mean, is it like Lord of the Rings? Because that would have nothing to do with anything. But I mean, no, no, no. no. It's, um, it's so one of my favorite ones um, is the Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. Okay, so, so it is like self help kind of stuff. Okay, um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is really, really good. Yes, that is a good one. Um, God, there's so much information in that book you can get lost in it, but it's it's so good. Um. Yeah. Do you follow those kinds of like uh, pe- people like, uh, I don't know if you can see the book, like David Goggins. Have you ever looked at his stuff? Like he's such a motivational guy. Like, yeah, I've, um, I don't, I don't know him too well, but I recognize the book and I've heard of him. Um, but yeah, also um, I follow Lewis Howes. He's got the school of greatness on YouTube, the podcast. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of really cool people on there. Um, He's got a lot of interviews with like Dr. Joe Dispenza and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's why I think we're on the same page. Cause I, I, I follow that stuff too. And I just love it. And I just, and then, yeah, you just get addicted on like growing, like, you know, your, in your case, your band for me, the podcast, and then just trying to make things better and just trying to grow as a person too, and, and do all the right things. And you're saying all the right things. So you've clearly like been influenced by the right uh, people and right things. It's really cool to see. Thank you. I've also been, uh, I've also been another one that's really, really, really good. Um, is rich dad, poor dad. Oh yeah. 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 You know that one? Yeah. I read that one too. That was really interesting. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I read that whole thing about how the the, the kid comes into the store. I I remember that one. Now that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Some of these I haven't read in a long time. And then like, uh, what is it? The is it the 10 habits or 12 habits of, of highly success, successful people or whatever? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just cool to start, get your mind like thinking about those things. I feel like that makes a huge difference in why some people are successful and some aren't. Cause some people have the tools they can sing, they can play guitar, but like they don't make it and you go like, why not? It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah. They don't have the right mindset. That's my theory. I I feel like if you, if you want to be really successful, it's something and like because we were my family and friends and stuff like nobody's gone like super high with music and um so that's that's just like where do i start (laughs) um but i feel like learning from successful people no matter what it's music a company whatever it is that you want to do if you learn how you know how they went about things you know that can kind of help you think in ways that you wouldn't naturally think and then like ideas just start popping off like a game of pinball yeah exactly and that's so cool you're in the great white camp i mean you're going to learn a lot from being in that band yeah Uh, I don't think it's going to last forever, but uh, I think it could last a long time. And I think you, whatever the, however long it lasts, you'll learn a ton from the, watching those guys. So. I think so too. And they're, they've been so cool and so welcoming. They're such nice guys. Like um, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Very cool. I look forward to hopefully seeing you with great white and uh, new music from great white. And then uh, maybe I could see, we see you with all or nothing, or, I mean, obviously I can listen to the music and, and possibly new music from all or nothing at some point too. Maybe at some point, I know that I know um, with what great white's been through and everything that I've told them, like, you know, you, you have shows booked, you need somebody 
I'm there. So um I don't I don't know what all is going on right now. We've got those shows that I was talking about earlier in um Birmingham and in Destin coming up December 9th and 10th with George and stuff. Um so we've got what we've got booked right now, but you know, I'm about to be really busy, so we'll see what happens when. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone can follow you on you got on social media, follow Great White on social media, follow follow all or nothing, follow your personal accounts, all yeah. that stuff to, for updates and check the websites, right? Yeah. Um yep. yep. Okay, very cool. And then I always end with a charity. I think last time we talked about uh save the music. If you still want to mm-hmm. promote that's that's a good one. It seems like they put uh music in schools. Isn't that what it does? Um yeah, it is. Uh, that's that is a good one. Um, it's not really a charity, but Audie, the drummer from Great White, he um, he's selling his uh, a line of coffee now, and oh. a lot of the proceeds go they're donated to animal shelters. So okay, that's, that's good to know too. Yeah, very cool. It seems like everyone's got their coffee these days. That's that's yeah, neat. yeah. So, um, yeah, Audi Despero, Despero Land on Facebook, and you know you can find it, and it's it's going to animals. So, okay, well, very cool. I'll get this episode out. Uh, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it, and uh, congratulations on all your success. I love it. I love seeing it. Thanks, man. Same here. I love right. I love seeing you do do well with the people that you're interviewing and everything. I'm always super excited, and thanks for having me back. Cool. Thank you. All right, we'll be in touch, Brett. See you later. Yeah, man. See you. Have a good Bye. one. My thanks again to Brett Carlisle, singer, singer of all, of all or Nothing and singer of Great White. And who knows what the future holds for him, but it looks very bright. And I'm excited to see where he goes. So make sure to follow him on social media, support him with your likes, comments, and shares. And of course, I'd love for you to do the same with the podcast. And make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you watch or listen. Thank you for your support. Have a great day and shoot for the moon.